The following is a production of Galactic Netcasts. Just like you, Galactic Netcast has bills to pay. Where most people have rent and utilities every month, we have website and audio hosting. Please consider helping us with ours by going to gncast.com support. On that page, you'll find links to our Patreon campaign, where you can make a reoccurring monthly pledge. If you shop on Amazon, click on our affiliate link, which gives us a small percentage from the sales of everything that you buy. Hello and welcome to another episode of Who Knew and Review. We've got a few stories here for you this week. And we will start with Clara Oswald. Oh, Clara, Clara, the impossible girl. Clara, when will we be rid of you? Well, this is going to be the last word on this subject. (sighs) Until next time. She's not even been gone eight months, and already, as you know, there's rumours that Jenna Coleman could be returning to Doctor Who. But in an interview, Coleman insisted that while she may return to the BBC series in the future, it won't be for a good while. We had the exit in the works for so long, she explained to Collider. Who knows, in the future, but I think at least for a good while, Clara is probably broken down somewhere in time and space, trying to understand how to work a TARDIS with a shoulder. No Clara, no more Clara. Clara's gone. People, get over it. Doctor Who star Peter Capaldi and Pearl Mackey have finished filming in Spain. They weren't there very long, were they? And they celebrated by taking an adorable snap of themselves after landing at Gatwick Airport. Production had moved to Valencia as the pair shot scenes for Series 10, uh, the second episode, at the City of Arts and Science Museum. Such a brief trip. I can only speculate this was purely for um, some architectural or outside lighting-y type reasons. Hey, I don't work in TV. I just think that. Stephen Moffat, where would Who Knew and Review be without the constant interviews of Mr Stephen Moffat? Well, he has said he believes he will not be writing the Twelfth Doctor's exit when he departs as Doctor Who showrunner with the 2017 Christmas special. Speaking in the latest Doctor Who magazine, that's 502, Moffat says, I have no reason to suppose that I'm writing out a Doctor. Peter is loving the role and long may he do so. Now this certainly aligns with previous Capaldi comments stating he'd been invited to stay on for Chris Chibnall's Series 11, although Capaldi did also say that he's not made his mind up just yet. Hauntings, sky sounds, parallel universes, monster sightings, the New World Order, ghost ships, urban legends, mysterious radio broadcasts, and secret government facilities are just a few things we've talked about on Weird World Weekly. Listen to find out what's next. Go to gncasts.com slash weird to listen, find out more, and subscribe to the podcast that discusses the paranormal, mythological, 
conspiratorial, unexplained, or anything else we think is a little strange and out of the ordinary. Also, Matt's continuing search for turkey recipes. It's all on Weird World Weekly, part of the Galactic Netcast network of shows, also available wherever you listen to podcasts. Ah, now where were we before the Weird World Weekly promo? Oh, you should check out Word World Weekly, by the way. Little short bites, delivered by Matt and Dave. Fantastic range of subjects. It's really quite spectacular. Anyway, on to the business, and the business is the Sonic sunglasses. Oh, I hear you grow. No, please not them again. The Sonic sunglasses were a controversial feature of Doctor Who Series 9, with some fans even signing a petition to bring back the Sonic screwdriver after it was temporarily replaced by the shades. Now in the end, the TARDIS did create a new screwdriver for Peter Capaldi's 12th Doctor, but even then, the sunglasses proved impossible to shake. They were snapped in half by Odin, leader of the Maya, but then either repaired or replaced. They were lost to the Doctor when Clara and Mies Dinatardis dematerialised with the sunglasses on board. But again, they were replaced, turning up in the Christmas special The Husbands of River Song. So, it should probably come as no surprise that these survivors of wearable these survivors of the wearable tech world are apparently back again in series 10. Now this comes from a, a photograph from the at BBC Doctor Who Twitter feed, which is a Twitter feed I think you should really follow. Yeah, it shows you the clapperboard. It shows you I think the sonic screwdriver. It shows you them stupid, stupid sunglasses. It makes me a little bit angry. Still, I should probably get over it. Because, I mean, they are kind of cool because it means kids can just wear a cheap pair of sunglasses and instantly they're the doctor. Oh, all this talk of, uh, all this talk of the Sonic, Sonic ones. I, I need to take a break. You can keep on top of what Who Knew and Review is up to by following Galactic Netcasts on Twitter, by liking our Facebook page, or subscribing to our YouTube channel. We also have accounts on some other social media platforms. Just search for Galactic Netcasts or click on the corresponding logos at the top right of our main webpage at gncasts.com. You can support all that Galactic Netcast does by making a monthly reoccurring pledge at patreon.com slash galacticnetcasts. Your $1, $3 or $5 every month help us pay for operating costs such as web and audio hosting. The best part is, at every level of giving, you will get a bonus content that other listeners won't have access to. Again, if you want to contribute, go to patreon.com slash galactic netcasts for more on this podcast including show notes contact info and more go to gncasts.com slash tardis 
you can subscribe to this podcast by going to gncast.com slash subscribe or search for us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Music or anywhere fine podcasts are offered. I think I've managed to shake the image of a grown man in magical glasses. Right, well, we're still a long way from seeing the new Doctor Who companion Pearl Mackie in action. But it's not just the fans counting down the days until Bill's debut. You see, according to one cast member, there could be a very momentous meeting coming up between the new TARDIS crew member and the other important woman in the Doctor's life. I don't mean River Song. No, I mean rival Time Lord Missy, formerly the Master, as played by Michelle Gomez. I'm very excited to see what she'll do, Gomez said of Pearl Mackey to RadioTimes.com backstage at the London Film and Comic Con. I'm more excited to see what Missy will do with her. When the idea of a Time Lord changing gender was in the news. I will confess, I was a little bit against it. Uh, I don't think you should change um, something in science fiction just because it now fits in with the uh, the status quo. Um, likewise, I believe that um, if you are going to in, if you are going to change the story of a superhero, you can't do that just for for the sake of it. You can write new superheroes and you can write new um, new planets of uh, new gender non-specifics. But I'm prepared to say I was completely wrong when it comes to uh, Time Lords. Uh, I like the idea now of uh, Time Lords being gender non-specific. Oh, they can choose how they appear. A little bit like a TARDIS can. Maybe that's where they got the idea of the chameleon circuit. I think it's something which can be explored even more, and I know it was briefly touched upon in the last series, but I believe that this is something which which could help redefine the show. So I'm a lot more positive now that uh, the master is now Missy, so on and so forth. I think this is something which should be explored further. I think it's something that's fun, something that's exciting, and something which could just create some brand new concept stories. Because that is what Doctor Who should be doing. Sort of cutting-edge science fiction concepts. Anyway, enough of my opinion. You'll get that when the show starts. The last story we have before the A to Z is some filming news. Peter Capaldi and Pearl Mackey are wearing old-fashioned garb for Doctor Who Series 10 location shooting. You see, the next block of filming has begun for Doctor Who Series 10 in Cardiff. We know this because DoctorWhoTV.co.uk spotted some tweets from Mark Luella... Spotted some tweets from Mark Luella... I can't say Llewellyn, I'm really sorry. 
which reveal Peter Capaldi and Pearl Mackey in some natty period costumes. Now, hashtag spoiler alert, there must be aliens in this episode of hashtag Doctor Who, as we hear the director say he needs more humans in the shot, hashtag Peter Capaldi. And this is from the Twitter feed of Mark Llewellyn Jones, whose Twitter handle is at Llewellyn underscore Jones. Of course, as ever, I have put show notes and links and things like that. You just have to click click the click the show linky thing. Click the show linky thing on Twitter or on Facebook or where or on iTunes. Go and have a look at gncasts.com. Follow the links in the show notes to my site where I've posted as many pictures as I could find. And I haven't had time to credit them all. So if you see your picture there and you want to credit, send me a tweet at WNAR underscore podcast. Drop me an email, tardis at gncasts.com or send smoke signals and I will keep my eyes to the skies. that means we must be nearing the end of the podcast so where were we where are we ah we are with the empress of the rachnos from the episode the runaway bride now the planet of origin i've put down as arachnos because i believe that that is i believe the species are named after the planet or the planet's named after the species can't quite work out which one it is what particular technology does she have? Well, she employs a robot Santas. She has a star-shaped spaceship. Uh, but also, she does ancient cunning things with something called Huon particles. The Empress is a sort of half-humanoid, half-arachnid race known as the Rachnos. Uh, the race was thought to have been wiped out. The Empress is attempting to reawaken her kin, sleeping in their ship at the centre of the Earth. When the Rachnos Empire was destroyed by the fledgling empires, the last remaining Rachnos hid themselves by forming the core of what would become the planet Earth. The Empress was the only Rachnos to survive and not hibernate in the Earth's core. Instead, she hid at the edge of the universe for billions of years until Torchwood uncovered the Secret Heart. Is that Secret Heart or Sacred Heart? The ship of her children were in the developed Huon particles, which could use to reawaken them. The ship then sent a signal to her Webstar, which drew her to Earth. The Empress met the Tenth Doctor on Christmas Day 2007 in a secret location under the Thames Flood Barrier. She was trying to awaken her long-dead race, whom she called her children, with Huon energy implanted into the body of Donna Noble by her fiancé, Lance Bennett. Lance was originally affiliated with the Empress, however, when Donna escaped with the Doctor in the TARDIS, the Empress decided to use him instead. She force-fed him Huon particles and then dropped him into the centre of the Earth, where the Ragnos spaceship was. 
There, the Huon particles awoke the Ragnos, who feasted on Lance. Unfortunately, it didn't turn out too great for the other Ragnos, as, um, well, the, uh, the Tenth Doctor saw to that. So there we have the Empress of the Ragnos, a giant humanoid spider woman in red. Kind of, kind of nice if you're uh, into that sort of thing. Speaking of insects, why not check out my other podcast, The Sci-Fi Survival Guide? It's available every month. Uh, this month, it's an extinction-level event. It's like something from the pages of Doctor Who. Anyway, until next time, goodbye! You have been listening to a production of Galactic Netcasts. For more about this show and others, go to gncasts.com. That's G-N-C-A-S-T-S dot com.